All right, so welcome to another Keanu Reeves special edition. I'm just joking. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah Keanu Reeves is going to be associated with this, and then it's going to turn out to be a huge disappointment. Yeah, uh, he. <laughs> so I'll just tell you, I, I've tried. I try. I'm trying to get to reach out, but like the guy is not even on social media, like at all. He's like the most antisocial social media person ever like he doesn't he doesn't have instagram he doesn't have twitter he doesn't you can't like you can't even find him he's like john wick he just when he wants to be found he's found every time i read a story about him though it's always about how he wears like five dollar shoes and he's giving away all of his money yeah he's like so um my, my my buddy drew uh actually a couple days ago if you if you joined clayton discord you would have seen we got to we got to interact with um, Agent Forty Seven himself, uh, the the voice for Hitman. No, they they joined the Discord oh, the channel. Actual dude, who the actual the, the actual guy that voiced Hitman, yeah. and the the lady the actress who voiced um, Diana were both guests on his show. So we got to ask him questions to ask them, and. Um, so like I I was just being smart and I'm like well is Keanu Reeves really as nice as uh, as they say he is because the the actress who voices um, Diana in, in in Hitman it also voices Rogue in Cyberpunk 2077 so and that and if you followed Cyberpunk 2077 Rogue is Johnny Silverhand aka well Keanu Reeves girlfriend so I mean they probably didn't act their scenes out together or anything but like so i was i just asked if keanu reeves is as nice as they say he is and so he actually asked so i'll see if my if they have an answer when whenever they air that <laughs> but that's where that's where we're our at PR, I, I, our, our pr and uh legal team have advised us to say yes keanu reeves is as nice as everybody <laughs> yeah you're we're you're creating the stereotype that keanu yeah. reeves is as nice as everybody says he is uh, the the iron hobo PR team, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, you, you can reach out. Like what, what's the worst they can say? No. Like, I, I mean, you, you, sh you shoot for it. And, um, they also, they also got, a um, Super Bowl champion to play, um, rainbow six with them when they were streaming on Twitch. It was pretty, I watched it. It was pretty cool. So I don't know. Um, I know the answer to that question. If next time I see you, you're like missing some teeth and you have a black guy and you're like, ah, no, it, Turns out no was not the worst thing they could say. They actually sent him to my house <laughs> because I <laughs> killed his dog. This is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I, I don't even know what I would do if like anybody of, of that kind of caliber just randomly said, yeah, we'll do it. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so I guess moving on in, in the world of gaming, um, for all of the people who don't know, unfortunately, I mean, well, not really, unfortunately, because I got this game for free when I got a lot, but Anthem is no more. Uh, Bioware has officially pulled the plug on it, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. They're keeping the servers open, so I didn't just get a paperweight. They're, they're, they're not doing any updates on it or anything, but they haven't done any updates on the game at all. Like all of all of the uh, javelins nothing's changed they haven't done a thing so you 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 play the game you know what you're getting just non-stop repetitiveness i just i saw it with this lot and i was like okay so i i asked the guy i said hey i see you have anthem he's like 
I can't even sell it. So if if you buy one game, I'll throw it in for you. I'm yeah, like, yeah, done. Yeah. So it's not even worth the because but, it's a live service game. It's not even worth the you know paper it's printed on. No, exactly, and and um, it's too bad because like I know they had talked about revamping the system. They were originally they they had teased Anthem 2.0. And then well, it, they had tried to do the updates, like they tried to do the Cataclysm. I remember way back, like when the game first released, they tried to stick to the roadmap, like they had these plans for Anthem moving forward and everything, and nothing substantial ever materialized. And I've watched a couple of videos actually on YouTube talking about um, the issues that they ran into during development and and post release development, and you know the game changing hands, changing creative directions and stuff. And it's like, man, like they just can't seem to get it together for this, for this game. Yeah. And I was like really hoping that um, when EA started looking at, like when they started studying the case for Anthem, that they were actually going to come back and say yes. Because I mean, I, I've like always been holding out hope that it was going to turn out to be something more like what they originally wanted it to be. Yeah. Yeah. But when they came back and said no, I can't really say I was surprised. I mean, EA is a money-making machine. They don't mess around. If something they they have shelved, they have shelved studios, like they've folded up shop for a lot less than that. Like I remember uh, Dead Space. Like Dead Space at one one was amazing, two was bigger and better, and then three didn't quite do as good as two. So they're like, okay, Visceral Games, goodbye, and they just closed the doors. You know. Yeah. And, and, and bioware they let this go on for what two years oh yeah yeah it's actually surprising that they got this much but yeah and i mean they're they'll still have their hardcore fan base that'll keep playing it um i might jump in and see if anything's changed i i really doubt it but um i was very lucky that when i originally purchased it yeah i paid the full pop for it but uh because it's online it's online only um normally stores don't take games back that are online only but because of my onyx status with eb i have i had seven days and i brought it back and i got a full refund um but like it just seems like ea's um focus is elsewhere like uh with um dragon age 4 they're continuing with the mass effect series uh andromeda was garbage but with them re-releasing one two and three as the legacy collection now uh, it shows where their focus has gone, and and um, but it it was it was cool to see or what Anthem could have been, like you said. Yeah. But two years of of literally nothing happening, no no um, updates on their pages, other than they teased Anthem 2.0 or uh, Free Fall or whatever they were calling it afterwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's e- e- that's EA for you though. Yeah, I know. But like when Destiny came out, like to another looter shooter, right? Yep. It was pretty bare bones, but that game had butter smooth gameplay. And at least it had a, a competent end game. And it had some pretty friggin' powerful weapons that were a grind to collect. But at least the content, such as it is, was there. Yeah. Um, it's my understanding that Anthem is just was just too barren and too many of the disparate elements just didn't come together. Well, did you play it? I, I touched it a few times, but it couldn't even hold my interest. I kept waiting for that 
big payoff. You know, I kept waiting for the big, the big update, the big update, you know, yeah. when everybody was talking about it. And, and it seemed even up until like a couple of months ago there, it was like, yeah, we're working towards it. We're working towards it. And then I started hearing the talk about EA having this discussion about their, I'm guessing it was their year end. And are we going to keep going with this? Are we going to keep putting money into it? And and I'm not surprised that they came back with a no. Yeah. It's taken too, too long to turn around. And now so much of the hype over the game has died down that, you know, yep. it's, it's just not even news anymore. No, exactly. And it's, I mean, rest in peace, Anthem. We hardly knew ye. So moving on from that little bit of, I guess, sad news for the fans. um, Final Fantasy VII Remake is getting the um, much-talked-about PS5 upgrade. Um, What's it called? Interlude? No, it's not Interlude. No, Intergrade. Yes, Intergrade. And uh, so they're going to be updating to the PS5 graphics. There's not much known about about it other than the fact that if you owned the paid version unfortunately if you got it on ps plus as the game of the month you don't get the dlc which we'll talk about shortly you don't get the ps5 version because you're you're getting it for well you're not getting it for free because you're paying for the now service or the the subscription but um some people were really upset about the fact they can't get the free one upgraded to the ps5 but I mean, it is what it is. It's like it's like I told you as a joke. Like you got to pay to play. That's true. If it's Sony is like notoriously anti-consumer though. Like yes. if you pay the money to to if you pay the money for PS Plus, you know you're still paying the money. They're not giving you something for free. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, free games every month. No, they're not free because you pay for that service at a severely reduced cost. Yeah. But still, I mean, to be fair, like. They, they could just charge full price for this DLC. Yeah. And, and even if you got the, the PS Plus version. But to not get the... Is the upgrade uh, to PS5, is that free for people who bought the game? Yep. Well, so the, the upgrade is, but obviously the DLC uh, featuring Yuffie or Yuffie, however you want to call her, whatever you call her. I've always called her Yuffie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it's Yuffie, actually. But yeah. um, that is going to be for ps5 only they've already made that announcement it's not going to be available on the ps4 yeah see Um, and that's a ridiculous burn because that's just that i bet you i would bet you money that sony paid square for that right i guaranteed because uh, and and it was probably it 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 was or it could have been sony locking them down because like we well not we because i don't i don't have one but um it was only a timed exclusive for a year for PlayStation and they were, it was coming to the Xbox. It was coming to the Xbox and then all of a sudden it's PS4 exclusive. So yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if there was some back backward or um, back channels where they said, look, we'll, we'll do this. You keep it exclusive. We'll make it only available on a PS5 because yeah. PS4 is a, dead system even though it's not they're still doing games for it but um one of the other things that i had heard was that with the dlc that they're doing with yuffie um it's going to be taking the dual sense uh controller so there's going to be stuff that's not available for the functions on the ps4 controller because the dual sense is a totally like uh just to give you an example on on dual sense 
So I have um, Watch Dogs Legion for PS5. Mm-hmm. And when when you get into a gunfight with somebody, the trigger actually it you, you don't just you can't just hammer down on the gun like like it's it's so precise that when you're holding it, it's like it tightens as you tighten okay. the thing. You're so talking about, you're talking about haptic feedback. Yes, you're talking about the fact that the trigger pushes back against your finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, That's, and but... I'm assuming there's going to be features like that when she's using her her big weapon and and like because it's it's a ranged weapon so we'll i i mean i'm excited if if they say that there's a ps5 coming out like what i have up there the, the collector's edition i'm a final fantasy guy i got i'm, I'm getting it i don't really care yeah. i have the ps4 i'll get the ps5 i have the digital because pierre later screwed me over with the the hard copy whatever but that's yeah. just how, how i am and i'm re- i'm excited for this dlc they're actually bringing back uh, Vice from um, Dirge of Cerberus. Okay. So that that uh, if you saw the trailer and you saw the white-haired dude, that's Vice. Okay. So you got to well, play think, Dirge of Cerberus. To be honest, I think that that's um, it's going to be a gimmick. It's oh, yeah. going to be something that nobody really, in the grand scheme of things, cares about, and it's just an excuse for them to make it PS5 exclusive to drive PS5 sales. Yeah. And because and and it will absolutely because it's Final Fantasy on PS5. Yeah, but so, yeah, I know. And it's, it's weird to say I'm not buying a PS5 for a year old game when a lot of people got into PS4 for a 20 year old game. You know, like because Final Fantasy VII itself remake itself is a remake of the OG PS1 classic. Yeah, exactly, and I mean. So, um and and there's like you talking about gimmicks like that's just like the vitas like the you have a essentially a controller on the back of the vita i think only two games actually ever used that which was uncharted to throw your grenades and um kill zone yeah it's never i don't think it's been used for i mean it most likely has but those are the only two games i've ever played in the collection that i have that's ever used that so Sony is the king of gimmicks, though. Let's be honest with that. They are. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, I just feel like, uh, I just feel like it's just backdoor dealings, and they're just doing what they can to drive those to drive sales of the PS5. Even though the, the things are selling like gangbusters, like they can't even keep them in stock. Oh, and it's and and it's like, and that's the thing uh, that a lot of people were upset about when I was reading on Instagram and stuff all these websites or all these pages posting that it's only available on PS5, like to get the DLC and mm-hmm. people were like, well, I mean, it's not really, it's, that's not really fair. Cause I can't get a PS5. Well, you know what? Get good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's basically what they're saying, right? Like that's, and that's always Sony's stance. You know yeah. what you want to play, you're going to pay. Yeah. And that's what I said jokingly to you. And you're like, I shouldn't have to play to play to pay. I already paid for the fucking game. Like it's yeah. true though. It's true. I wouldn't have a problem paying for the 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 DLC. Like as long as it was it was worth it. It was mm. substantial enough because I know that DLC is kind of a dirty word. It depends on what what you're getting, yeah. right? You always you have to look at it on a case by case basis and a game by game basis because some games will give you like you know, a new skin and a, you know, a gun and a skin for, and a, for like, 30 oh, yeah. bucks. Expansion. Yeah, exactly. No, and I mean, you, you, you want to know for, in terms of DLC, 
even though they're getting crapped all over right now for Cyberpunk 2077, The Witcher 3, well, The Witcher series. So, like, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping back and forth, but I always, whenever I hear DLC now, like you just said, you get a skin. Like, you buy a PS2 game, you're getting the full game. You're, you're getting that whole hamburger. You, you buy a PlayStation, an Xbox game, you're, you're getting the burger. You want a skin, there's your ketchup. You want this, there's your buns. Like, it's not yeah. a complete burger. And then your, four, your $59 hamburger is now a $200 hamburger because of all this DLC. Because let's be honest, the game is not complete. If the game well, was complete, they wouldn't be releasing side it, stories. And... It depends, right? Like, it depends. There's a definition between DLC and cut content. Like, yeah. Destiny notoriously uh, was being um, blasted on release shortly after release for what was seemingly cut content when they laid out the roadmap for the future of yeah. the expansions. Expansions. Yeah. I think Bungie needs to look that word up in the dictionary because they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. But if you go for a game like WoW, like World of Warcraft, mm -hmm. when they release an expansion, you're talking about new continents, like entirely new characters, new content. There's, there are hundreds, if not thousands of hours of new, new material to go through, right? Yeah. And that's what The Witcher that's did, right? Yeah, and that's at the exact. Uh, what is it? Blood and wine. Blood and, and wine. So blood and wine was an eighty-hour expansion, and um, parts of stone was thirty. Yeah, so you get that. Like that's at the one end, right? Like that is DLC done right. Yeah, and then you go back to a game like Asura's Wrath, where Capcom said, "Okay, well, we'll re physically release the entire game." on a cd like on a on a uh, playstation 3 or xbox 360 disc oh look we got svenny joining us if you want to finish the last three chapters you gotta pay to buy the dlc which is complete bs yeah exactly so we've got adam joining us now uh so that's we this is turning into a party Oh, Svenny McGee. Svenny McGee is almost in the house. It says he's connecting to audio, but we'll continue our, our stories. Um, like, But th that's what The Witcher did that was right. Um, like, the game itself, I'm still exploring 120 hours in without playing um, the... Um, the DLC. We're, we're just talking oh, about, Adam, just to keep you catch you up uh, here, we're talking about... Um, DLC and like we just talked about Final Fantasy 7 how the PS5 is getting the Yuff the Yuffie story um, But now we, we Clayton Clayton did his little spiel about and I, I agree with him about Destiny laying out their plan and, and then they got crapped all over because it didn't really Pan out the way they wanted the difference between DLC to expand a game and cut content from what should be originally in the game. Yeah right. So so like as I was saying like 120 hours into The Witcher 3, um, and and that's just the the actual game itself. That's not including the 30-hour story that um, I, I see. And I'm a Witcher fan, and I can't. I think it's Hearts of Stone, yeah, but that that one was 30 hours. And then Blood and Wine, which brought you to this like French peninsula, was 80 hours just for the story. So like you're talking like. 230 hours almost of just story not including like exploring areas and all this stuff and then they they do that right and then they come out with cyberpunk that a lot of the dlc will be free just like they did with the witcher 
Um, but if you want the story DLC, you're going to have to pay for it. So, I mean... There's a difference between paying for expanded content to add to a game, though, and paying for exactly. cut content, which originally should have been in the game. Like, the Destiny stuff was nonsense. Like, that whole first year, year and a half of those of the stuff they added back into the game was all stuff that had hit the cutting room floor. Like, I don't know... I don't know if you were around for the original Destiny. There was the whole Reddit AMA debacle there where somebody went somebody went into Reddit and they said that they had playtested the game before release, like a year before release, and that a lot of the assets had been repurposed and the story had been shaved down. And then they had saw that content come back. Like there was uh, the second hub place there, uh, the Reef, that was out in the asteroid belt. There was uh, uh, video footage before the game was even released of somebody walking around, walking their guardian around that area in in a in its completed state. You know what I mean? And then they're like, "Oh yeah, all new the reef." Yeah, no, you guys, this you guys cut this out of the game. It was yeah. already there, and you cut it out. And actually, it, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because even uh, like I I've been playing a lot of the Outer Worlds, um, and if you don't know what the Outer Worlds is, it's basically um in space yeah it, it's yeah exactly and um there's there's four different worlds that are still not accessible like and they've already released one uh, expansion they're supposed yeah. to be releasing another one um god of war four there there was certain areas that you couldn't access that you still can't access that are on the world map when you go from place to place so and they've already said that there there no plans for expansion on God of War. So is this going to be in Ragnarok that they continue over with that that table? I mean, I, I'm I'm excited for a lot of the future of, of games and like unfortunately, like we said, like this is this is finished. <laughs> there's there's not there's really nothing to it, but it's it's just I like I, I I'm just I'm excited to see where a lot of this stuff goes. And yeah, again. Uh, CDPRs has has a PR nightmare right now because of of how buggy everything is, like and but, all the hacking, like their their all their assets. Well, that that too, and that yeah. uh, see, I I hope that I'm wrong, but part of me feels like they intentionally, not necessarily intentionally, said this because the patch wasn't going to be ready, and then they. A month later, they said, "Oh well, we can't release it now till the end of March because of this hack." But you haven't, unless they've done such a good job at hushing it up where people aren't allowed to talk about it. You haven't heard anything in the past two weeks about this supposed hack. You've only been hearing now about the patches for the game, the DLC that's supposedly coming. So I don't know. I, I hope I'm wrong and that they didn't just do this to delay the um, the release of the patch, but. I'm hoping that it gives them enough time now to actually release a proper full game that doesn't crash on you every 15 minutes to half an hour, depending on your play style. Yeah. Well, I, if I'm being honest, I, we waited so long for that game to come out. They should have just dug in their heels and said, no, it's still not ready. Mm -hmm. We're not releasing it yet. It, sorry. It was, on, it was ready on PC. That was it. That's what their yeah. goal was. They yeah. didn't show any any footage from PS4, Xbox, yeah. because they knew. And and even my even Drew, they when when they review games, they get review codes a couple weeks in advance so that they can actually play it. They weren't given a code until the day before launch. There was yeah, but there was the 
a lot of people contributed to that misinformation too, because I remember watching the review on IGN and the, and the reviewer, I can't remember his name, specifically said, none of the footage that you are seeing is from the console version. That's right. That's I, right. Am, I do yeah. not have it. I have been told that I am reviewing the console versions of the game, but I do not have the footage to show you. Yeah. Because they wouldn't give it to them. Yeah. And that that's, seems kind of shady. But it seems it seems to me that like once they were told, look, you guys are releasing this game, it's coming out now, you don't have any more time. Yeah. That they basically knew that they were gonna weather a PR shitstorm and just did what they could do as like they 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 put out fires as they came up and they're still putting out fires. You know, it's it's funny because you say fire I think like now when I hear CDPR, I think about Fire Festival. Oh my god, <laughs> that was wow! That documentary was brutal. Oh, Holy but but I mean, think about it. Like it's just it with the same with no. Fire Festival. They were going on. They were teasing all this stuff. Like oh, in four days, like you can experience. All you need is eight million dollars, and you can come and be Pablo Escobar. And then like CDPR, like quiet quiet release the game and then now all of a sudden oh well we we should have shown this we should have done this that is that is fire festival right there but in video game form i I don't know man but that's a pretty harsh criticism to level (laughs) at cdpr at least you didn't like pour thirty thousand dollars down the drain to get onto a bus to show up at a empty (laughs) tent in the middle of a sand drenched beach like oh it's true that was brutal, man. Those people got taken for a ride. Like, wow. Adam, what are your thoughts on uh, what we've just been going on about? <laughs> Fire Festival. Oh, I can't hear him. Coming through. There we go. You can hear me now? Yeah. All right. Well, I was going to say, at least compared to Fire Festival, like, there was a game. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fire Festival, right? never actually no fruition there. Um, Clayton, you were just mentioning like uh, a podcast or two ago that I was listening to it here. And what was the one? Was it uh, Hitman? Where you said like the last couple levels were just inaccessible? Like you had no, Asura's Wrath. Okay. And there was another Capcom. I believe it was one of the, uh, I want to say it's in the Street Fighter vein, but one of the ones that came out a couple years, like maybe 10 years ago. And there was like 10, 15 characters under paywall but the people were able to mine the data and say like these are on the wasn't disc. that street fighter 4 like they came out with some version maybe maybe it was one it, it like i said something about 10 years ago and it was it i it was capcom i think for sure and it was under that vein and they and they just data mined it and said like all the characters all the data is on the disc yeah. can confirm you have to still pay to access it and it's like isn't that what the 60 dollars is for isn't that why i went to the retail store like it's understood dlc i remember like the initial idea of dlc and getting into it was for myself playing through on arkham city and all of a sudden they're like we're gonna do this extra map and we're gonna give you you're gonna see like harley quinn after like the whole finale without spoilers but just like getting into that and being like oh my god and like no i'm actually playing as robin this is insane and that i felt was worthwhile because it was like 10 15 bucks it wasn't Mm -hmm. 
the biggest level, but it was, you know, still took you an hour or so to get through. And it was just a nice expansion. And then I remember getting in early on uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us. And it was like, if you buy the Seasons Pass, you're going to get these fighters. You're going to get all the levels. You're going to get this, this, this. And they gave you the four fighters they said they were going to unveil. Mm -hmm. But then they were like, you guys are enjoying this, so we're going to give you some more. And everybody kind of said, like, well, that's why we bought the Season Pass, was to encompass everything. They're yeah. like, no, 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 we, we said four, you got four. Yeah. And then they started to expand on that. And whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But The Season Pass is like the next level of immoral. Douchery. Yeah, like because... it's a well, promise that we might give you something. And then most of the time they end up telling you, they're like, not included on the season's pass. Well, you, but you want to yes. know what the funny thing is? Is at the the two biggest offenders for that right now in fighting games are Smash Brothers and uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Like Dragon Ball Fighters now, I think has five seasons, and you have to buy all five seasons separately to get all your characters. Um, Smash Brothers, you have like apparently this is the last one but you get uh, uh mithra and pyra from xenoblade chronicles yeah, 2 from the um Nintendo and then a, a season before that was minecraft steve or whatever the frig his name is yeah. um and cloud <laughs> and sephiroth and, and but like you you three three fighters are like 30 bucks yeah and yeah. like i mean if you're that into smash great but like if i if i'm buying a game like that you better damn well give me call it game of the year edition charge a hundred dollars whatever you want but at least i'm getting it all in one pop and i'm not paying taxes on top of three or four different dlcs well i'll tell you you what was it you just mentioned like the two biggest offenders for for games for like parsing out their their dlc no no i said in terms of fighting games yeah, Dead or Alive Six charges you per costume, per character, oh. per item. It's brutal. <laughs> man. Like I can't even. They give you, you get the the free version, and it comes with a couple of characters or whatever. But then if you want, you it would it would cost you hundreds upon hundreds of dollars to get the complete version of it. It's just not even. You just can't even. You just literally can't even. You just that's, white girl can't even. That's what. <laughs> can't even. But but it, even with the dead or live series, like weren't they like? I think they were like like pandering at that point by that like they're like, well, yeah. check it out because now we're like the G string edition or like they were like yeah. really started to mine on it. Yeah, but, they're yeah they're they're working that angle. But I mean, even just the characters. Yeah, it, I again like the fact that there's no base to work from like. No. No, they give you like two characters and they're like, okay, fight these two people for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, no. And I agree. And I think, like Brad was saying, like, without having an initial core, like, enough of a core game there, um, that's the way I kind of felt. Like, Injustice, it was it was a fleshed out game. There, Everything was there, but I bought the seasons pass thinking I was going to be all in forever. And once they started kind of breaking that mold, and then the it was right towards the transition of PS3 to PS4. Well, now suddenly the game was $20 on the PS4 Unlimited Ultimate Edition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it had everything. And I'm like, well, I, you know, 
a year ago, I was $90 in Canadian here on the base, plus yeah. the season's pet. Now I'm 110 in, you know what I mean? So yeah. because of that, I started slowing down how I, how quickly I started to adopt. I, I don't think releases. I've ever bought a game that has a season's pass attached to it. Because the, yeah. the thing that came out, like, that inevitably comes out, and the devil's in the details, is that the season's pass is only good for one season. Mm -hmm, right. A season who's you know defined you know strictly by the company by what they define as a season which could be in the case of a game like Fortnite, i think the season is only a month or two months or yeah. something like that you know what i mean you're like yeah. oh yeah Fortnite season 12 well what the game's been out for like what three years like how yeah. is that possible yeah it's because the season is only you know it's not there's four seasons in a year there's yeah. not four seasons in a game year this isn't you know Simpsons. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you buy you buy the seasons pass, you know, and that's good for you know the first two months, and then right before that season ends, they start teasing a character, and then like, oh yeah, that's coming out in the next season. Yeah, like, and and uh, see, that's that's another thing that yeah. that the Outer Worlds did well. Um, you when you purchase the season pass, it tells you like in writing so if you get screwed and you feel like suing them or whatever but it tells you everything that you get and like one of them says including the the previously unreleased expansion that still hasn't come out yet so it's still included in season one even though they haven't done anything since but oh, yeah. like they they did that right in my books because it's like the game came out two years ago so technically you're on season two i guess Mm -hmm. um and and they don't tech they don't have to include that but they already said in writing it includes the second story expansion so that's okay but i guess uh we'll move on to the core part of uh of this our podcast. original idea. our original idea um so like i just I, I i know adam you've got some pretty cool stuff behind you i i've uh i've put together a list of stuff i'll show which is like for me like some super obscure stuff uh, that, that i've come to collect over the past years and the first one i'm going to start with and we'll go back and forth but the very first one you guys will remember this craze that happened but the super yeah. mario cereal <laughs> now i remember when when mike and i did some shows down south Vendors were selling these for twenty to thirty dollars a box, and people were buying them left, right, and center. Yeah. Um, my parents have a home in Florida that they go to every every winter to get away. Well, they're not now because they're because of COVID. But uh, and my they came back with around fifty boxes, and they <laughs> they paid two ninety seven a box, and and um, I sold all of them except for i gave one to sid um sid bolton i gave one to mike did i give one to you clayton i can't remember no you didn't oh, well sorry about your luck <laughs> you then see a box of cereal behind me? <laughs> <laughs> but like this this was like this was the tamagotchi or the furby of 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 our time and like it it comes with an amiibo like on the box like there's nothing in it and it comes like old school maps like stuff that you would read at the breakfast table yeah. so 
Glenn told me that I should open it and eat it. I will never do that now. That's like <laughs> that's what... the thing. Like, and that was the thing that I saw when I when I saw that cereal. I was like, I want to open that and eat it because I want to know what it tastes. Well, like. we we like... opened one, and like... it, it was garbage. It was it was uh, <laughs> what what's what's that? Lucky was. Charms. That's all it was. It was Lucky Charms just with uh, no marshmallow. So honest thing. No, there's marshmallows. There's uh, mushrooms. Oh, there's... There's mushrooms, there's uh, the question box, and that's it. That's really all that differentiates it. And the stars the stars are the actual cereal. Like tumbled chunks of MDF or something. <laughs> it's like that episode of um, Comic Book Men where they paid uh, that guy for his Batman cereal and they opened it and ate it in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then, so that that's not my most obscure my most obscure i'll show in a second but if somebody else wants to talk about something that they have that's obscure i just i i, I don't have very much but i this is what i thought of right away and it's not like it's not obscure it was just it was a different time in games i, I remember a time when like you're talking about a game made by what this is what burger king yeah. This game is made by Burger King. You know what I mean? Like everybody was selling stuff. Like in the Xbox 360, PS3 area, everybody was selling stuff. You could go to, I uh, was out west in uh, Alberta. You could go to places like uh, 7-Elevens and there were racks of games there. Yeah. Like everybody was selling, they were selling music CDs as well. And then like even um, um, defunct uh, chain HMV was selling game related stuff yep. even though they were yeah. traditionally a um like a media Me, yeah music and, and, and movies. movies they got into selling games it was they were everywhere you could go everywhere but they, to to play a game where the sole purpose is to hide in bushes and then pop out and give people hamburgers is just <laughs> i just always thought it was like the quirkiest weirdest thing and and so like they're just tying these like totally disparate elements together like hamburgers and video games yeah it makes total sense right like, <laughs> but that's one i i one of my favorites you know what like honestly the gameplay is not terrible and oh, like God, even yeah. graphically it's not it's not awful like it, it looks good and it will play on the original xbox as well as the 360 oh yeah that that's right too yeah there's a little badge on it that actually says that states same yeah use it, on the it was just right at that time where you could play it on either console but i mean yeah. it was it was a silly game it was the 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 whole stealth yeah. element of metal gear without actually any violence like I think just... there was like four of them or something it was four different games that burger king made and this was the like the gamiest of the games and yeah. they were, what were they they were like a buck 99 or something something like that i've got i have that one i have like sneak king i have the other one the the go-kart one yeah, there's there, a third one, yeah. And then there's a third one. Uh, I forget what the other one. But yeah, even the go-kart one, like, I think uh, Brooke Burke, I think is her name. She's like like a, a celebrity. She's like driving the cart on the front, like, like <laughs> you know, and there's just all these, like, right, like random people. But yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely a, a unique thing. And But again, just cool. Like, you're looking for a game and you go out, like, you get all these little happy me. Like, I've got all sorts of these little happy meal like luigi guys and just stuff yeah. on there you get and then all of a sudden you go and you get a full-fledged game like, yeah you know it was cool it was definitely a cool item to pick up yeah uh 
One thing I got in my system, and I have not really delved into these as much as I certainly should have. I got them all from the same owner. Uh, this is all a big portion of the Ease series, and this oh, is on I'm jealous. I'm PlayStation. Jealous. And what's cool about this is these are the premium editions. Each one here just says uh, the little silver on the front yep. to show. And what's neat, besides the fact that when you collect the three, it actually forms one unique image on the side. Oh, cool, yeah. But uh, like the first one, for example, here, like E7, when you My open it up. My favorite in the series. I'm honest, I haven't yet actually delved into these. And I'll show you so much so that the person I got them from cracked the the disc to go in and play on the PSP but did not open the cloth map yet. Yeah. Oh nice. And that's so, that's that's what people look for in that in that specific one is that map. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like this one's still sealed and I like I have to bust into this, but this is a sealed uh soundtrack. audio yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. And then there's uh even a booklet to go along with it and yeah. again you can get right into the it's such an amazing uh, i i had that exact one and i stupidly sold it or traded it into eb when i wanted the the newest thing and now i totally regret it because that whole premium stuff is so expensive like it's so valuable it's one of the things like i said like Long and short, I ended up buying up a collection from somebody in in kind of one brunt pick. And it really was like kind of a, you know, a fall into purchase. But uh, the other ones are kind of much the same. Like I said, like there's there's audio discs with both of these. I believe this one also has uh, another booklet with it. And yeah, it just makes it unique. Like I said, even just the simplicity that it, you know, kind of, again, forms like one image. Like you see it sometimes on like graphic novels. The Nintendo Powers used to do that, build one image when you'd collect for yeah. a season and stuff. But uh, yeah, that was kind of a cool uh, collector's edition right there. That's uh, I, I'm like I said I'm I'm super jealous. So all right, so this one here is my most obscure, and you'll see why in a sec. So this is the uh, after hours edition of Yakuza Six. Like it is a monster box. Um, so you get a nice packaging of it, and then you open it up, and so like. It opens up to that. So there's a place for the game. Now you get coasters. You get, and I haven't opened any of this. You get, um, so this is, this is, um, I think it's ice. So you put it in the freezer and they, they're ice cubes, but they're not, they never melt. Um, it's apparently a oh, staple those, in Japan. Are those whiskey rocks? Yeah. Whiskey rocks. That's and, a and this this is the first time that I'm opening this. I have never opened this until today for this specific podcast. Um, I've looked at it and I've debated on whether or not I would ever, ever do this because I'm so terrified that I'm going to drop it or break it. But it comes with, I can't even, I can't even get it out. Don't break them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. Like, look at that. Wow. Two, two whiskey glasses. Yeah. So the whiskey rocks, you just put them in the freezer, right? Yeah. And you take them out, and they're like ice cubes. Yeah. Like you said, they don't melt. So they, the other thing is that 
they don't water down your drink. Exactly. Right. And, yeah, and that makes you, sense. Totally. You don't, and and that's you don't see the stuff like that here because they want your drink watered down. They want you to get pissed drunk off too, and then go and, and buy more. Yeah, but, that's right. So, and then obviously it comes with the game. But yeah, that uh, I figured you guys are on my show all the time, and I'll crack that open so you can see it. But yeah, that's the Song of Life After Hours edition of Yakuza Six, and that's the most obscure thing that I have in my collection. So I got something that doesn't really make any sense to anyone. Oh, there's also a book in the bottom. Sorry, I just saw that now. <laughs> I bought Dragon Quest um, Echoes of an Elusive Age, and they gave me a paper thing sealed full of badges. Wow. And I could never, like, it's, it's extra swag that you get for buying the game. They're just like, they're pins. They're just regular pins, but... I, that's cool i i don't i just i couldn't ever bring myself to get rid of them or open them but they i would never ever wear these as an adult man why not <laughs> it's your badge of honor put it on your canadian jean jacket walk I, downtown sudbury and, and join I, the crowds i have a woman who loves me and i want to keep it that way <laughs> But they are neat. It's all like it looks like original art on them, and there's a symbol. Um, there's a symbol associated with all the characters, and it's cool that they took the time to put something like this together. But it is just uh, one of those things where when you go to EB now, they give you those little things for pre-ordering, right? Like I got the uh, um, Rise of the Tomb Raider flashlight. I got the little Sekiro. Uh, um, katana paper opener i got the final fantasy 7 remake um shinra employee card right i don't really find that that stuff's like obscure because i mean if you pre-ordered everybody kind of gets it but it is neat like little extra things that they give you after the podcast is done i don't know if it's still if they're still there but go on ebay and google or go on ebay and search for the shinra employee card you'll be surprised how much they're selling for Really? Yep. Wow. <laughs> because not everybody got the collector's edition, and yeah. uh, not everybody got the the uh, the premium edition that comes with Cloud's bike. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't, and I I wasn't spending like six hundred dollars on that. No, but... no, me neither. I love that bike model. Like I like science fiction bikes. That's you know they're cool. Like ever since I saw a Canada's bike in Akira, I'm like all about futuristic bikes. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I am not. I cannot, in good conscience, pay that amount of money for no. that. And Especially, and now it's going crazy amounts on online yeah. because because it also comes with a summon that you can only get if you have that edition. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. Not I think the, it's Carbuncle. Carbuncle. I yeah. thought it was Carbuncle. Yeah, yeah. No, not for Carbuncle. No. If it was like Knights of the Round or something, yeah, still no. But you Knights know. of the Round, you but, won't see until probably like the last year, last episode. Yeah, certainly not for Carbuncle. Actually, I imagine that if they do do Knights of the Round, it's going to be severely pared back. It's going to be a DLC you got to pay for the summon. Yeah, the, well, the summon itself will be a complete DLC. It'll be twenty dollars, and it's uh, <laughs> and we'll buy it. It's a summon you can only use once. It lasts 15 minutes and it kills everything until the end of the game. 
see him by the time I buy the game in 2030, everything will be packed in and I'll get it for 15 bucks. So. And, and, I, and I will be one of those people that will buy that whole collection, even though yeah. I will own them individually. So, yeah. so my girlfriend just showed me that card and it looks like $400. Three to $400 for that Shinra employee card. Yep. Sitting on a gold mine, baby. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's like you said, though, even those pins, like, you know, like you ordered, like it's, it may be free to get and it may be open to anybody that is willing to pre-order. But once they come, they like, they come and they go. Like I, I recently did a video, it's funny, McG, uh, youtube.com slash funny, McG. Nice, nice plug. (laughs) But uh, it was, I, just because I don't have the item physically within reach on uh, the Hyrule Warriors Legends, uh, character book and that was for after they did the wii u release it was for the 3ds and that was the first time we ever saw the character linkle and then they did uh some of the wind waker and other characters that tied into it and but during the time it was like you open the book like it was kind of neat at the time because as as i said in the video um you can play yourself go for it <laughs> when, but when uh, Breath of the Wild came out, that first trailer, everybody started going, "Whoa! Is can you play Link as a as a female? Is Link a female? What's going on?" And I think, you know, they started to then uh, uh, get into Hyrule Warriors, um, and uh, during the time they started looking at it and going, "Like, well, maybe." You could. And in the art book, when the game first released, they started to showcase there was a female character, but it wasn't sure if it was going to be a skin or what they were going to do or if it was going to be a sister specific, etc. But then they said they didn't want to do that because they they already established Tetra within uh, Wind Waker, etc. So by the time the actual Linkle came out for Hyrule Warrior Legends, it was a completely own character, etc. The first time you saw a female Link, and everything was all featured within this one character book, and all the extra artwork, everything, and that was all within a specific. In the states, it was GameStop, and here in Canada, I got it through Best Buy. And again, just one of those booklets. I'm not saying it's it's got a $400 Shinra card value, but just one of those little things where you just if you were interested and you ordered, you got it. And when you don't, like you can find Hyrule Warriors anywhere, including the updated release on the Switch, but it's not a booklet that you just readily find on hand. Yeah. You know? So something, Brad, future video, um, manual or not manuals, um, strategy guides. Oh yeah. I'm down for that, man. I am down for that. Okay. I got something else to show. I just remembered I actually had it because you were talking. If about we it. run out of time because we're down to seven minutes, we'll just, I'll send another code. And like, sure. I, well, I, I don't think we got a lot to go on still, but I've got one more thing to show too. So this is the Dark Souls. Remember this? You guys recognize this thing? No. This, this is the Dark Souls. It actually has an Estes flask inside of it. A full-sized SS flask. Is there alcohol in it? There is not, oh. because unfortunately, for whatever reason, they decided to make the flask um, solid. It's not. Oh, and, no. and a lot of people were really mad because they're like, "Oh my God, it's an SS flask! I totally want to drink out of that. I want to know what it tastes like." And they made it so you can't drink out of it. 
but I I never opened it. I left it closed. That's, cool. That's a cool piece. That's a really cool piece. It, it is actually because a lot of people shied away from it once they found out that the flask was not you couldn't drink from it. But I'm like, I don't care. It's a friggin' Estes flask, and I believe that the strategy guide is also in here. So, I showed this to you. Um, it's not it's not on a pre-order or anything. It's actually a one of a kind. But um, when one of my uh, good buddies got married, they asked us because um, they're big gamers, nerds like like us. Uh, what I like, what kind of cufflinks I wanted because each one got their own customized cufflinks. So I went <laughs> assassins, um, and I wore these at the wedding, and it. it like they they're on they sit on my shelf with all my other stuff like up there i got two copies of starlink and um it was just like i'm sure anybody can make these but just the fact that like as far as i know i'm the only one that has assassin's creed cufflinks <laughs> so i thought that was kind of cool so that that's my last obscure you, like you my yakuza one out. is the most obscure but that that's that's another obscure not game turn them, turn them upside down they look like vikings cufflinks <laughs> Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Huge fan. <laughs> so. You got anything else, Svenny? Because I got one more thing. Well, I was going to say a couple years back, I, because I loved, and you know what? I'm not even big, to tell you the truth, on the Dynasty Warriors thing, but I did love Hyrule Warriors when it came out so much. So, like I said, I bought it on the Wii U, then rebought it on the 3DS. I could not bring myself to buy it on the Switch yet, uh, even though they have the definitive edition. But I ran out right away and bought the Fire Emblem one. And when this came out, I was they were had it on sale at the time at Best Buy, and I kind of just crossed the street over to where Navy Games was and saw they had the full edition. And for myself, I'm not even the biggest buff on fire emblem but i did play through fire emblem awakening on the 3ds and that just like grabbed me by the heart i was just like oh what a game and so therefore i was just like well they're taking fire Emblem, they're taking you know what they did with hyrule warriors and they're gonna put it here together so i ended up grabbing this one and That's it does nice. have like postcards inside it has uh, a soundtrack um again a little booklet and then at the same time while I was there, this was actually supposed to be a Black Friday and I was going to get it on sale. I paid full price for this. And then while I was there, I looked up and I saw they had this Fire Emblem Echoes full one. So again, this was the remaster they did of the Fire Emblem uh, earlier Shadows of Valencia. But um, they, That's they put, this is a 3DS game. Oh, is that Was it a hard copy or is that the, just a code that's in it? Full copy on nice. there. So that's inside... Awesome. Inside they have uh, again. They let's take a quick peek. So they put in a hard copy booklet, and there is a game I have it shelved. <laughs> but uh, there was a game here. There's a soundtrack, and then there's actually a couple pins here that also they're pixelated, which is super cool. But again. You know, I, I'm at the point in my life, I don't need to wear these around yeah. either. <laughs> Ain't nobody that people want pins. People That's want right. Pins. <laughs> Unless we start our own gang or something. Start if, you can, if you can afford this, you the, probably the 16 don't 16-bit gang. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so totally there's, uh, like I said, it comes with the soundtrack. Came with the game. Came with the pins. And like I said, there's this full hardcover 
booklet here and again it's just a full art book uh, just showcasing like there's even the the original shot of fire emblem there and you know you can just see some of the weapons and that's, that's such a cool piece like i saw that at ev and i i'm not like i played uh the three houses on the switch i wasn't crazy about it like they had permadeath and i like i don't like those kind of games where you get you get to know a character you've leveled them up and then they get they die and that's it You're, you you yes. can't get them and it's like i don't like games like that um but when i i saw that one at eb and i was like because it was I, I they had like it wasn't the collectors i think it was just the 3ds one like the base game and it was on for like 19 bucks and i i the if history is going to repeat itself the fire emblem games are all going to skyrocket just like the gamecube just like all those games so like i i'm i missed the boat on that i'm i'm at peace with it like uh for i'm at the point now where like i've got games like i play these ones and i i just uh i don't uh, like it's not if if i don't come across it for a decent price like attack on titan 2 for the switch is insanely priced right now because of the low uh production uh rate that they did on them so i'm i'm gonna hit stop right now because we're down to a minute and then i'll give you guys the new code and then clayton can show us his his collection so just give me a sec guys yeah that sounds good okay go ahead clayton we're back from our break um and i know we were just talking about fire emblem and and you had something that you wanted to show so take it away yeah, my, my last thing i just forgot that i had this stuff sitting underneath my shelf in my in my game closet there but I have the Red Dead Redemption 2 collector's box still sealed. And it's got the, um, it has the uh, playing cards and what else does it have in it? It doesn't actually show anything on the back of the box, but it says a metal tithing box with a lock and a key, collectible challenge coin, bandana, jigsaw puzzle, pin set, again, pin set, uh, with pouch and playing cards. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean I don't mean to cut you off, but I have a feeling that all these developers at some point worked for Working Designs because all their games came with pins. Yeah. But they're we cheap. don't want pins. <laughs> they're cheap, like they they they're nothing to throw into an edition. So no, no, I know because like realistically, like you see, they used to make those those badge kits there for little kids. You could just take any image, you know, that was the big selling point. Take an image and turn it into a pin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, all of these game companies were like, well, I still have that kit laying around. I guess I'll make some pins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, that's, the, that's, a, that's, a, I, that's a pretty... So, okay, sorry, just one one thing. Um, are, sorry, did I cut you off or were, were you no, done? No, I'm good. Okay, so I came across this game online. I, I, I didn't forget it. I showed it to you. Um, talking about pins okay so this is it's an rpg musical battle game um so i just opened it up i have pins, pins. nice <laughs> <laughs> actually they're macrame pins though wow. i'm pretty sure actually that uh, uh, nino kuni kind of bucked the trend a little bit there and both of those games if you ordered them came with uh, keychains metal keychains of your yes yeah i have one i have one for number two yeah lofty right yeah little blonde guy with the weird yeah 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 Yeah, your kingmaker (laughs) yeah the kingmaker yeah that's right but yeah it's it it just in in summary uh just collector's edition stuff is it's like for me i i would rather go and buy mind you i don't have the money to do 
grading, like buying. I, and I, I personally don't see the allure as a collector for grading games because then, then you literally have something that's just sitting on your shelf. Yeah. You can't, you don't, you're not going to even open it. Like, um, I would much rather go out and buy a collector's edition like Xenoblade Chronicles. Like I have all three of them as collector's editions um, where I open it up and I'll like, I won't touch the, the, the guts per se. Like I'll, I'll open the game and play it because the game is included in the box. But like a lot of the, a lot of collectors when they, when they collect um, like you go to a show and you have these kind of collector's editions, they want the stuff sealed. They like mm-hmm. apart from the game. Um, yeah like pretty much every single with the exception of yakuza that's actually the, like i said the first time that i've actually opened that and i was terrified i was going to break the glass all over my hands um but everything else that i have for my collector's editions like pins soundtracks booklets they're all sealed unless they're not sealed when you get the box when you get the get older so um and in my mario cereal maybe i'll grade that <laughs> <laughs> But well, you know what? I th- I think some of what you said there, like, there's a good point to a lot of that. Like, for example, um, like when you look at some of the the older games, there wasn't necessarily digital releases. Like when Clayton showed that, like you had the the Yakuza Six there, or Clayton had the Red Dead Two. Like, what's unique about that is the collector's edition. Not getting a hold of the game, you can get it digitally any day of the week you can get it 24 7 you can go and buy a copy of it and you know the copies eventually start to come down in price and it's sold super well at the time like these guys here you're saying uh working designs like again like arc the lad like the lunars and stuff these did not come out digitally at the time so even to get like the two disc regular lunar set versus this lunar like collector's edition here there you go. I have one. There okay. you go. But again, like just to get this, like, you know, this has like the, the cloth map in it, just like uh, like the Ease game did. And again, those three that I showed you there were actually all from the same person that I got the Ease games from as well. Mm. But again, cloth maps, CDs, got the game in it. But there is just natively a disc version out there. And even that is still expensive and hard yeah. to find. The reason, the reasoning behind that one, and that's actually that that would be a good. We could do a podcast on just working design titles, but just there's so many variants. Like so, you so you can't you can't do the you can't pair the 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 game only version with the collector's edition. It's a totally different thing. Um, the the hardest to find variant of those three is the fan made uh cds like they they did a contest where they took the best drawings from somebody and put them on disc i had one and i very silly sold like stupidly sold it and then you because you can't find prices on it you can't base it on anything but it is so rare it's one of the rarest variants that working designs came out with and i have it and i don't anymore uh, the originals uh the lunar one and two on the sega cd and i tell you that they aren't cheap and in the last year with uh uh, covid and the artificial uh, balloon in retro market prices i'm sure that they're worth more i haven't even bothered to check because the prices have been so wonky yeah they're down but I'd say guaranteed whatever, whatever you thought they were valued at a year ago or 2019, like, yes. Like I had uh, 
to that point was like Sudokin too. And when I got it, it was 75 bucks and then it went up to 125. Now it's like yep. a $300 game. And, and again, even, like, even number five is like $150 now. And I, yeah. And I think even like Sudokin two, I think it's even on like PlayStation now or like, it's not like it's not available digitally, like yeah. on, on, yeah, mo on modern consoles. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean, like in, in contrast to something like just grabbing like Yakuza 6 or grabbing Red Dead Redemption 2, like that's what makes these things so unique now is like wait another year or two and you're like, oh, I wish I would have grabbed the, you know, the Red Dead playing cards or the Yakuza, uh, like, well, even like you said, like the, the Shinra cards, right? Like look at just like getting that at the time. So that's Lunar 2 on the Sega CD. Yeah, like you said, 299. I can't see it. So complete is three twenty two and sealed is almost five hundred. Wow. wow! I didn't even I didn't pay near that for that. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll like we'll we'll save we'll save working design stuff for another podcast. I just uh, I I've got to wrap this up myself too. So um, I just I, if I can throw yeah. one out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so similar to Clayton uh, mentioning before with the flask, I have one just not within, again, arm's reach here. Uh, Call of Duty did the same thing, made a flask and the the cap is sealed. You cannot actually open it. Uh, it escapes me on hand which one it's. it actually comes out with, but I can show you it again in another video, but it just straight up says Call of Duty on it. And this one here was the Call of Duty Ghosts. I actually found this second hand going through a yard sale. Uh, it's got a magnetic box on the end. You open it up inside. You can see some of the artwork here. This one has the game here in a steel case. There's like a bracelet within the packaging here. Yeah. And they what always did Call of Duty always went big. Yes. Like in my in my room there, I've got the uh, the XRC car with uh, I think it's Black Ops One. Yeah. The and the microphone on it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like, and there, I know there's another one they had like a night vision goggles, a, a working night vision goggles. So, again, this one here is a tactical camera. So, again, you can get 1080p out of this. It actually comes, uh, there's a tiny little 4K or pardon me, four gig, uh, <laughs> little micro SD here to plug into it. And again, you just you can fully use the camera here. That's, that's so cool. Like that's, that's awesome what they come up with these things. Yeah. And again, just like completely bizarre, kind of out of the ordinary, but again, uh, you know, something here. And then you, of course you have your USB that you can connect to the computer and upload the data, but just one of those unique kind of packages. And again, I just kind of fell into it, saw it somewhere and like, yeah, I'll pick that up. <laughs> you know, I'm not the biggest call of duty uh, player, but I'm just like, yeah, sure. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, if anybody has anything else, speak now or forever hold your peace. I've, I've said my bit. And uh, again, I wanted to thank you guys for coming on. Adam, I know I threw it out to you last minute. I'm like, hey, we go, we're doing obscure stuff. Come on. And then you came on. So I, I really appreciate that because you you were busy. Um, Clayton, you're you. So <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I, but I appreciate you guys coming on and uh, I, I would love to do a working designs one because there's actually a lot to talk about with that company. Yeah, sure. um, but we'll, that one will have to be planned out because like there's a lot of history lot about of working designs. Yeah. So, but uh, again, thanks for coming on and uh, you can plug yourself again if you want and you don't have to. <laughs> so, um, but again, 
you can find yourself where? Well, myself, uh, youtube.com slash Svenny McG, Svenny McG on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, lately I've been doing a lot of Nintendo 64 stuff, mostly getting into peripherals, not just uh, gameplay. So if you want to see some of the unique pieces that were part of the Nintendo 64 library, go check it out there. Awesome. And you can also find both of us Well, he's on my Discord page, but uh, we're on Discord as well. And, and he posts his videos there if you, for whatever reason, don't know what YouTube is. So again, <laughs> we're, uh, we're out of time. Mike really wanted to be here, but unfortunately we ran out of time. So uh, thanks again, guys. I'll have this uh, edited and posted within the next couple of days. So have a good night, all. Thanks, guys. Nice seeing you again. Take care.